0: Hello, and welcome to the Achievement Hunting 101 podcast. I'm your host, Kenny, and thank you for joining us. Today, I'm joined by my co- co-host. First up is the youngest achievement hunter out of them all, Corey, a.k.a. RockerDude5012. What's up, man? Hey, everybody. All right, and next is the man who loves sandwiches the most, Elliot, a.k.a. Big O. How's it going?
1: Pretty good. How are you?
0: i'm doing fine all right since this is our first episode i figured the best way to start is by everybody introducing themselves you know kind of go around uh talk about what kind of achievement hunters you are what games you like to play how long you've been playing whatever just say whatever you want uh Corey, if you want to go ahead and start it off
2: sure yeah i've been uh playing xbox and achievement hunting for many years although my score might not show it. Um, I have about 130,000-ish gamer score at the moment. I'm not really a completionist. I'll go for completions, but if there's something that takes too much effort, I'll skip it. As far as favorite genre goes for games, I don't really have one. I, I, I pretty much play everything there is. So I'm, I'm, a, I'm an all-around gamer.
1: Oh? Oh, I'm glad you asked. I am the elder statesman of the group. I've been gaming since around the old NES days. Um, I've actually been a member of they Xbox Live since 2001 or something like that. And the old Xbox days. Um, Is that when it started? No, I made that up. Oh, it so seems a bit old. It says 15 years, <laughs> so that would be a couple of years after that, 2003. I guess, yeah, Halo 1 didn't have online, but Halo 2 did. So those were the good old days. Before you were born, I think.
2: (laughs) But uh, my
1: gamer score is a little over 320,000. When I first started, I played mostly Xbox Live Arcade titles, and those were only worth 200 points back in the day. So it took me a while to get to 50,000, 100,000. Now, every game is worth a thousand, so you guys have no excuse. Get that score up, you guys.
3: Yeah,
0: you know, one day.
1: I, I also play most types of games. Mostly everything except for racing, I would say. I enjoy multiplayer games mostly. I like co op games. And I enjoy multiplayer boosts as well because I get to meet awesome people in the community. All
0: right. And. I didn't, I didn't say my gamer tag. I'm um, Foo Foo Cuddly Poof. I know, sounds like a Pokemon. Uh, Gotta 'em probably I'm probably... <laughs> I'm, pro- I'm probably the lowest out of our group of friends and whatnot. I think I'm at like 98k, so I'm right there on the verge of 100. Haven't quite cracked yet. I'm trying to figure out which achievement I want to get when I nail the 100k. Haven't figured that out quite yet.
2: That's your excuse.
0: No, that's just one of them. I have many. <laughs> uh, I like playing all kinds of games. Kind of, I think kind of like what Elwood uh, said. Everything but racing, really. The only thing I really like is, like, Kart Racer. I think my favorite games is kind of like Elder Scrolls,
1: Halo, stuff like that. When was the last time you played a Western RPG? A what? A Western RPG. That's a role-playing game, Fufu. Oh
0: uh last one one i played probably skyrim which i completed that is the one thing i think i'm more of a completionist than anything mostly just because i want to have fun when i'm playing games i know the f word is kind of weird thing to do in achievement hunting but Uh,
1: well sometimes achievement hunting is fun and sometimes it's not but the ocd compels you to do certain things that may seem crazy to others
0: yes I like to more or less like completing the games I actually enjoy. Halos, stuff like that. All
1: right, so games you enjoy the most, you like to get all the achievements.
0: Right. I can't sit there and play, you know, 108 hours of ACA Neo Geo games in a row. Makes a person go mad. See June bugs everywhere and whatnot. (laughs)
1: Yes. What else
2: is going on? All
0: right. Start to show off a little bit more, just just to give everyone an idea of how the show's gonna be going, what we what you can expect for future episodes. We'll kinda just, you know, start off a little round tale, little discussion, whatever, nothing nothing too special. And then we'll kind of dive into our, one our main topic, uh switch it up each week. This week we'll be talking about crossplay, what everyone's what everyone thinks about it, their ideas and whatnot. And then back half of our of the show, or at least our segment, uh we'll be taking a deeper dive into a specific game. Uh, we'll talk about the achievement guides, uh, how to get it, some overall tips, because most of this is stuff that we have played already. Um, after that is another segment you'll hear from two other hosts. Uh, Michelle, uh, Matriarch is her gamer tag, and Elroy, Elroy O M G, they recorded a separate segment that'll be at the back end of this. O M G. Did I say G?
2: <laughs> yes, you did. You, al- you also
1: um, said matriarch. It's it's matriarch. She's going to get very upset with you and scold you. Oh,
0: matriarch whatever. But. Uh, <laughs> but for our first segment, we'll, we'll go right into the crossplay. Uh, obviously, you know, Nintendo <laughs> obviously, you know, Nintendo and Microsoft has really made headlines recently with Minecraft now being able to be played on the switch. You can sign into your Xbox Live account, earn achievements. Uh, what do you guys just kind of general thoughts on that
2: it's good it's a good thing i mean really minecraft getting achievements on minecraft on other non-microsoft platforms is nothing new i mean you have various mobile versions apple tv kindle fire that's nothing new and it's nothing a surprise as to being able to do it but the fact that the competitor lets you sign into those Xbox services. I guess is the, is the big thing there. I mean, if, if, if there's more, if there's a bigger player base, then this, I can't see how that's a bad thing, you know?
1: Right. Absolutely. And uh, Major Nelson was tweeting about Nintendo products. It was very surreal.
0: Yeah. Did you guys see? uh Larry Herb was actually signed in. Like when you you can when he was like signed into it you could see that minecraft was uh he was
1: signed into it and has been playing it on minecraft what other prominent cross play games are there fortnite
2: yeah there's fortnite there's paladins i believe and rocket league as far as switch goes and really if, if you were to ask me my opinion fortnite is probably the biggest uh opportunity uh as, f- as far as crossplay goes for me specifically relating to achievements, there's no achievements in Fortnite, but there's cross progression. So that is the key I think to to for achievement hunters to really get on another platform while still getting progress to eventually log into Xbox and get those achievements, whether that happens natively on the Switch or not. If your progress is saved somewhere, that's going to make your achievements retroactively pop hopefully and all as well.
0: Now, Corey, you own a Switch,
2: I, right? I do, I do, and it—I uh, have three games for it. All are exclusives. That's all that the <laughs> uh, the console is going to be to me. Just for the fact that there's no achievements. Now, if that were to change, yeah, I would, I would buy multiplats over there and and all that stuff as well. But right now, exclusive only.
0: Any interest in getting a Minecraft?
2: A little bit, it. a little bit, but it would be like the fourth or fifth time I purchased it, so <laughs> I'm looking to, to get a little deal on it or, you know, do a little GameStop rental program on it. We'll see.
0: You got a Switch L? Or any interest
1: in getting one? Um, Santa may be bringing S- it <laughs> this year. My son actually still plays the Wii U, he plays Mario Maker.
0: Is Santa also gonna bring him Minecraft so he so can get some achievements?
1: Well, that might be discussion for another day. The To pay 20 <laughs> or $30 just for some quick achievements is not quite the same as paying like $10 or $5. Because he already plays it on the one, so I don't think we need to get it again, necessarily.
2: Very true.
0: You
1: don't want that stack
0: that doesn't scratch you yet. You don't want to get the stack of all of them.
1: Um, you know, there's a GameStop rental program or something like that. Much <laughs> <Works> well. <laughs> what about you?
0: I don't have a switch at this at the moment. Kind of interesting, especially if this does continue. If you know Microsoft and. Nintendo continues with their partnership or whatever. This goes a little bit farther. It definitely propelled uh, propel me to go get one. I'd be interested in it.
2: Well, let's not right get now, ourselves not too much. You, at the top of the show, you mentioned your name is like a Pokemon. You're going to get it for Pokemon eventually, right? Yeah. <laughs>
0: I mean, that, that's, <laughs> for that's As of right now, for the exclusives, yeah. Mostly just for the Pokemon exclusive, nothing else too much. But If I do ever, if I were ever to dive into Minecraft, yeah, probably get that, get the stack on that, and along with everything else. Now, if this were to continue, what games would you guys like to see on the Switch? Any specific achievement uh, games you like to try to get achievements with on your Switch? I'll
2: go ahead since I have the Switch. I was kind of looking at my library earlier and. I play play a lot of Indies, as I'm sure a lot of Achievement Hunters do, and there's a lot of Indies that I think would work well on the Switch. Any 2D platformer, side-scrolling game would be perfect for it, and I would love it if any of those were over there where I can get my progress converted over or get achievements, like I said. Those would be great. One game in particular, if I were to mention one, would probably be Fallout Shelter. I have not played that game other than 30 minutes on my phone And I don't really care to because I can't get achievements. Yes, there is an Xbox version, but I'm not going to play a phone game on my Xbox when I have tons of other games to play, you know?
1: No Super Smash?
2: Right. I'm going to get Super Smash. That's a given. So if that had achievements, yeah, cherry on top. But any Nintendo exclusive, obviously, would would be great.
1: That's what they're there for. Zelda, Metroid, Mario... Done. Pokemon. Eh, it's for little kids. Oh, right. You still play Pokemon, though, no, Kenny?
2: Of course. Who
1: doesn't? I could see you going to a playground and seeing a bunch of little kids there. And all right, never mind. <laughs> Different topic. Now,
0: the other question we we have with this is obviously the third the third competitor is Sony. Do you think we'd ever see uh, some cross-play between Sony or and, X- and Xbox? Or do you think that they're just going to you know, kind of sit in their own little corner and just be themselves because they don't need to play ball or not?
1: They seem to have made it pretty clear that they have no interest in doing cross-play. No chances at all? I don't believe so.
2: Would you think, Corey? I would tend to agree, but the the interwebs have you know the rumor mill going that it is coming later this year along with a couple other named features that Xbox already has or something like that so I don't think they need to do it I think they should do it but ultimately I think they will I mean right now they're they're on top there's no need to slam features on uh, to their system and so they'll probably wait till a little closer to the holiday time maybe and then all of a sudden throw down an awesome feature like crossplay just to boost some sales so I think it's gonna come I just not now when people people are you know asking for it. It's kind of a power move if you will.
0: right. Okay, now for our game review segment or second segment or whatever for achievement guide, we're gonna be doing the game Hawkin. Oh, uh, if you like to just try and give some general information on, on it.
1: Oh sure. Hawken was released July 1st 2016. Um, my favorite part about the game is its cost. It is absolutely free. It was published by Five Oh Five Games and developed by Reloaded Games. Um, and it will take about five gigs on your hard drive. It's a mech game, kind of like Titanfall, but it's actually not not a bad little game, especially for free. Tell us about the Free's achievements
2: always best. Yeah, so there's uh, there's not very many achievements. There's only 12. And one of those is a training achievement. And the rest are pretty much different ways to eliminate enemies. And then one for damaging yourself. We recently boosted this game. Uh, and then we carried a couple people through it. But it went very fast. It was super easy and it was good. The ideal boost would be at least four to five people. Once you have the the majority of the player base, because it's a ten-person lobby, you can kick people out up to two times. And the servers are pretty much dead. There's you will encounter randoms right now, but uh, if you vote them out, you know you'll have more time to uh, get your kills in. Once we figured that out, it was it was cake. And then when we carried other people through it, it it went even faster but there's only really one grindy achievement in this game and that's for killing a hundred enemies that while they're repairing in this game you can repair yourself to get some health back and if you kill a hundred of them while they repair then you get that's three achievements there's one for killing one ten and then one hundred there are a couple other achievements for killing enemies in certain ways you'll get those along the way and then there is one particular achievement where you need a specific class that you have to buy Uh, you do have to use in-game currency or pay to get it but the in-game currency comes at you so fast that we had people getting it in a couple hours from starting the game so definitely don't need to pay any money for this game for the completion with a decent group you can get through it in a night and it's not too bad you, the ser- the servers are good and the gameplay is solid for what it is
0: i think you guys were either finished with it or halfway finished with it when i joined in and i think i completed i completed in one session yeah i did in one session myself and two others or so i think i don't think it took you guys too long too longer either did
2: it no no uh just like i said that one grindy achievement for the 100 kills if if you get enough people in there you keep cycling them through you're constantly killing and with our group of seven or eight that one night where at least four or five people were already completed with it who didn't need any kills you probably got that achievement in two or three matches and they're only like 6 minute matches or so so super fast right another
1: thing worth mentioning is i don't think we've mentioned yet is that we use the awesome website trueachievements.com and they have um the game is worth a thousand gamer score but it's worth 2681 ta score so if anybody nice ratio anybody is on true achievements and they're in a a scoring contest this is a great game to play for that yeah
2: kind of a diamond in the rough there's i mean it's a free-to-play game so yeah it's gonna have a lot of started gamers but very few com- completionists to, uh, in comparison. I believe the suggested completion time is like four to five hours. I would say, depending on your party size, you can get that down way lower. What was the legit play time in the walkthrough, L? Do you remember? No, oh,
1: it, it said something like 25 to 100 hours or something. Oh, no, it says yeah, 25 ridiculous. to 250 hours, which is obviously just a rough estimate. Yeah, if you had to
0: play legitimately. That could definitely take up much time, but yeah, the heck with that. We want the achievements. That's what matters. You mentioned credits before. What were they specifically for? Do you do you remember?
2: Yeah. So you, for the completion, you need fifteen thousand of uh, the in-game currency what they call credits, and you get these just by completing, you know, staying in the match the whole time, doing de- various objectives throughout the game. And just logging in, they have a daily login uh, reward system that gets you a ton of credit. So even if you didn't have the time to play this in a couple hour boost, if you just log in every day for like a week, you would have a, a decent chunk. But uh, those credits are used to buy mechs. Uh, specifically, you have to buy a base mech before you can get the sniper class, which you need it for two achievements. That's going to cost you about 12,000 credits. And then there's only one other achievement that requires the credits, and that's for killing an enemy with your while they're under the effect of your EMP. And you have to buy that EMP and equip it, and that's about 3,000. So uh, 15,000 total, they come quick. Cool. Uh, L,
0: you got any general tips or anything that can make a boost go easier?
1: Uh, yes. Um, put someone like Corey in charge and listen to everything he says.
3: <laughs>
2: thank you, thank you.
0: Yeah, that could definitely help someone who knows exactly what they're doing.
2: Yeah, when we boosted this game uh, before this previous month, I had already had progress in it. I kind of boosted against a dummy account, but you can only do that for so long. For I just got tired of it, so I kept, kept on requesting we boost this game, and it finally came up and I think to several people's uh, surprise it went far quicker than expected. So, it turned out to be a good boost and we uh, our core group finished, and I think in two sessions while we got the hang of it and then we added several more people you included Kenny and it was able to complete it for several others very fast.
0: Now, Let's just say, you know, someone actually wanted to play the game. You know, not for the achievements. They actually want to, you know, have some fun with it. What, what do you think? How, what do you guys think about the game? How would it play out? You know, would you recommend it to someone? Hell?
1: Um, honestly, it wasn't bad, but there were better out there.
2: I agree with that. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's probably what you would expect or maybe a little bit more for a free game. You can definitely see where they tried to make their money, but it, this I couldn't play this for too long, uh, legitimately.
1: Yeah, Titanfall, just a faster moving, more climbing, and then you can jump out of your Titan and just a little more varied. But like we said, as far right. as the free game goes, there's definitely nothing wrong with it, necessarily.
2: I played worse yes. free games. Let me put it that way. <laughs>
0: The one thing I did notice about it, I would like to throw out, if there aren't any older X, you know, OG Xbox fans, this game is actually really similar to Mech Assault. I don't know if you guys have ever played that game, where it's just you know solely mech uh, combat, no first person shooter, get on the ground, uh,
1: whatnot. Only the yes, Mech Assault was actually one of my first Xbox Live games on the OG Xbox. And it was actually really, really fun. Same. But uh, after a couple of hours, we turn it off and put back Halo. <laughs> Every time.
0: <laughs> that will be it for episode one of the Achievement Hunting 101 podcast. Uh, I've been your host, Kenny. Uh, you can follow me anywhere. Uh, Twitter, Xbox, TA, that all the good stuff at poof
1: L. Uh, you could find me anywhere as well uh, as big l b i g e l l
2: and i'm Corey, aka rocker dude 5012 that's r a w k uh for rocker dude and i'm pretty much anywhere yes, as well. rocker
1: lives on the internet he's always somewhere social media that's right. if you want to get me
2: if you want to get to me quick then uh find our discord
0: yes The Achievement Hunting Podcast, 101 podcast.
4: Welcome everybody, this is our segment, this is uh, a discussion about bosses and achievements. So, as an Achievement Hunter, we are going to discuss our experiences, and I say us because there's two of us here. So, here's your intro. Throughout gaming history, these are the mortals, the machines, and everything in between that stood in the way between you and sweet, sweet victory. They are typically cast as the villains, the antagonist, if you will, and occasionally they're the only likable character in the game. He says Some of the heroes are just terrible. But regardless, all of them are like a boss.
3: We are here to discuss some of the best and the worst of the worst bosses out there for Chivo Hunters from our experiences. But first, you may be wondering who we are or have like a boss in it. So this is a popular, uh, yeah, so I am Michelle or Maychark and I will be hosting one half of this. And Elroy, you can introduce yourself.
4: Yeah, I'm Elroy. I'm Elroy O-M-J, the guy that you probably don't know, but uh, I don't know. Maybe we'll be boosting together soon. Maybe not. But uh, yeah, this is our first time together on the uh, the podcast wave, So um, yeah, this is uh, actually no, it isn't. No, I just like We had one other
3: time, but you know. Yeah,
4: what? that's right. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. Okay, yeah.
3: The best part about this is is the only time we're gonna have to do an awkward introduction special. So yeah, yes. Yeah,
4: so there you go, Elroy Omj. You can contact me on you know MySpace and uh, ask Jeeves and all that good stuff. So
3: wow, ask Jeeves even. Um, All right, so let's just jump in with what we're going to do here today. Um, Before we get started, we're going to talk about uh, six achievements uh, that are both really good and really bad. From our opinion, we each contributed three to the discussion. Uh, We need to explain to you right away that we are talking about boss achievements, which means this is going (laughs) to be spoilery. So if you don't Mm want to be spoiled, stop listening. Not that we want you to stop listening, but we don't really have a choice if you don't want to be spoiled. So... That's
4: your yep. option. Oh yeah, if you're uh, also, I would say another disclaimer is if you tuned in to hear Boss Hunter Achievement talk, uh, you know that wonderful timeless classic that you can uh, get on the Xbox, uh, I don't think that that made the list, although it is very bossy. Yeah,
3: it, and uh, there are certainly games out there now like Boss 101 also, which is totally about boss battles, and that's awesome, but since neither of us played it, we're not going to discuss it today and that's something else to keep in mind as you're listening to us we picked games from our own experience we both have pretty different gaming backgrounds uh but we don't cover everything even with all of our amazing gaming experiences so (laughs) if you really love dark souls because it's ridiculously hard and there was some awful boss Mm -hmm. but that's awesome but neither of us have any idea what you're talking about so it's not going to be covered today
4: indeed well how would you describe your gaming habits then
3: my gaming habits in general they used to be play good games and now they are play awful games for
4: gamerscore how about you I am all about the gamer scores, so I have a whole lot of turds on my list, so there you go. So if you play bad games, you probably will like my list.
3: Well, my my game features quite a number of older games that I played back when I played games that took more than an hour to complete. So
4: let's
3: Mm kind of dive in, shall we, to our top six good boss achievements. People say
4: I am the best boss. Ooh, all right. Well, why don't you start us off with, uh, with, a, with a winner here?
3: Sure. So just to clarify, a good boss achievement, at least as I was advising this list, and Elroy might have had a slightly different opinion, it's one <laughs> that when you're going through and you're fighting that boss fight, you feel all this pressure, and you play that boss a million times, and it just is not working, and it's not working, it's not working, you're stressed, and you feel awful, and then when you finally beat it, it's like the angels mm-hmm. start singing, and all the stress removes from you, <laughs> and, and maybe you shed a tear. Oh because wow. Because you finally got that achievement. So this is my approach, but also uh, boss fights that are, are fun or make you utilize the things that you worked with that you learned within the game mm-hmm. to be able to finish that final battle. So
4: Yeah. All right.
3: That's where I was coming from. So the first achievement I'm gonna talk about a little bit is uh, from the orange box. And this is the heartbreaker achievement for beating GLaDOS in Portal. And what made this achievement an awesome boss fight achievement is, first of all, you had to use whatever skills you learned. Meanwhile, you're under time pressure. And thirdly, Gladys is just insulting you the entire time. (laughs) So, it's awesome. It makes you feel like you're right in that moment there. You're going to take on this boss and you're going to win. And when you finally get it, because now everyone knows how to play Portal so they can finish the game in 90 minutes, but then you were learning how to play, and it just felt awesome that first time you finally got that last piece in, especially after she made you kill the companion cube. Just awesome. So, Heartbreaker achievement from Orange Box is my first choice for a good boss achievement.
4: I have never played that game. Uh, I I am portalist. And... Broke my heart. But, <laughs> though, right? So uh, you, you kind of caught my attention with, with the uh, insult machine. What uh, Speaking of which, uh, Insult uh, Simulator, that's a great game, but uh, no <laughs> boss battles. But give me an example. Like, uh, do you talk about your mama or wh- well, what's going on?
3: It's not just insults. It's probably being a little bit too unclear. But within the boss battle, uh, you're effectively taking out different parts of Gladys' personality. Ooh. So one part's the anger sphere, and it's just yelling and snapping and growling at you. And another part is a sphere that legitimately rattles off a recipe for a chocolate chip cookie. So it's, <laughs> it's just it, this is memorable, and that's what makes the achievement so awesome, is you remember going through this and after everything you've encountered through the whole game. It's just so good to get it done and get that last pop.
4: Right on. All right, well, you might be right. Our systems are quite different. So I would describe my system that I use as fun. Well, <laughs> what's that? So... Yeah, as a chi- You're, you just said, play <laughs> yeah. <all the>
3: games.
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah, as a chivo hunter, I am all about the bang for my chivo love and buck, and my rating system is no different. And uh, so these are the bosses that I have encountered that got me the most points for relatively the easiest fight. So I don't know if you view them as easy boss fights, but they're definitely lucrative uh, boss fights, and that your gamer score will appreciate it. So note though, you know, sometimes the journey might take you a little longer, but the boss itself, yeah, these are some nice ones. So let me start it off with the whole kitten litter gang or whatever they're called in Super Lucky's Tale. So I got to play that on Game Pass. Thanks, Fufu. Uh this includes uh Jinx, that's the main guy, for 125 points, general buttons and fluffin' stuff for 75 points. Tess and Petunia for 75 points and Master Mittens for another 75 points. That's 350 points total if you have your calculator out. And you can increase that even up to 425 points uh, with the Lady Meow DLC. Yeah, plus a nice catchy song as well. Anyway, they're super easy. There's only a couple fireballs thrown here and there. And basically you're just jumping, timing your jumps, don't hit the fireballs, then smack this thing and it hits them and then they eventually die so as i was playing i was thinking are you kidding me i mean is this super easy here Uh, (laughs) i am positive that they could have made it a little more difficult but nah they are pretty easy
3: awesome so we couldn't have had more different approaches here but i like it all right i'm gonna go back to talking about specific achievements related to beating a specific boss because that's how i roll rolling it all right next next one I'm coming up with here actually if I had thought about it the way you thought about it there's a ton of stuff you get related to it because it's the nothing last forever achievement in Rayman Origins and this achievement is for completing the game at its real level so throughout the game you, can, you go through you unlock, uh, you rescue all these people from cages, these different fairies that were trapped but the real ending of the game is when you find all these red teeth and you bring them back and you get You unlock the final level, which allows you to fight the final boss in the land of the Livid Dead, and it is hard. Awful. Count me out. First, you have to get through the whole level. (laughs) And it's very good, though. It's a very good game, and Rayman is is amazing. But you have to get through this whole awful level in the land of the Livid Dead and then fight an enemy at the end. And this is completely one of those games where you should have some kind of insurance against throwing controllers through your television. But um, once you get it, it's an awesome feel of com- accomplishment. It's a solid TA ratio. I want to say it's something like a four. I should have done a little, yep. little research because it's effectively for completing everything in the game. But amazing once you get through it. You, you kind of feel like you're going to give yourself a medal and really reward yourself and maybe retire your Xbox for a year or two while <laughs> you settle back into your gaming
4: house. I know this may come as a shock to you, but uh, yeah, I've never played it. Never going to play it.
3: Uh, it's here we go. I haven't played Super Lucky's Tale, so so far we have not played any of the games on each other's list. So let's see if we can make it 4 uh,
4: for All right. Well, I get a real sense of an accomplishment when I get a 1,000K and then can just move on. So let me paint you a narrative. It's all about the story here. So you're a giant monkey, right? A king. Yeah. A kong. Oh. A king kong. And you have just entered a cave that is inhabited by a boatload of giant snakes. You there with me? Yeah. Okay. And King Kong ain't having it. He is tired of these mother loving snakes on this mother loving cave. Snakes on the cave. Our next entry is the giant snakes from Peter Jackson's King Kong. I don't know what their names were, but uh, they just kind of go by giant snakes. And uh, once you defeat the snakes, you get the King of Skull Island achievement, and that's worth 100 points. And that's pretty much, that's pretty generous, because these snakes seem to have no strategy whatsoever on how to defeat King Kong. And King Kong returns in kind by showing no real strategy to dispose of these snakes, really. So the snakes, they just kind of crawl up to you and they get punched in the mouth. So conveniently, you have a button that you can melee, which is the punch button, and you just sit there and you just punch away on snakes. And eventually they run out of snakes, and you get the achievement. 100 points for killing some snakes. And uh, I I assume that probably Peter Jackson himself may have had a better chance in, 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 in defeating King Kong. He's a pretty big guy. These snakes, they got to get it together.
3: <laughs> All right, very cool. Also four for four. We have not played the games <laughs> on the What lists, so. King Kong?
4: He, Man, <laughs> you me. you've I only you've only had ten King years Kong. to get it done. I mean, I,
3: I know, nah. I know. Back when you could, you know, a quick completion was three or four hours. King Kong was one of those games. It's too long. Yeah, now.
4: that's a first statement. But you get to punch some snakes.
3: Uh, well, now I have to play it. You put me right there, right there in that boat, and I need to know. Snakes on a boat. I right, I'm going to step into yeah. my third and final good Go boss it. achievement. And I selected a dish best served mm. cold from Gears of War 1 for defeating General Rom on
4: Hard. Ooh, is that the guy with the bat surrounding?
3: Yes, that's the guy. We with have
4: a winner. We both played it. <laughs> Woo! Oh, wow.
3: Finally. And the. The reason why I picked this achievement is as someone who loves playing in co-op. It is both an awful and a great time to sit there with your co-op buddy yelling with each other for a solid hour or so about who's using the long shot and who's using the torque bow but finally getting the job done. Just this, again, sense of satisfaction. That's what I was going for here. And this is one of the absolute best when you finally get him down on that difficulty and claim your 30-gamer score. Wow.
4: That's... Uh, I, I, I tend to agree. I actually enjoyed that uh, battle. I The only reason I played it was because... Uh, it was available, uh, and it was around Thanksgiving, and my nephew was in town, and so I used it and guised it in the sense that we were spending time together, and so we didn't have to <laughs> spend time with the rest of the family, and we found out that we could get away with it. So we went ahead and played mm-hmm. Gears of War 2, Gears of War 3, and yeah, it's a way that we can, it's like, oh, where, you know, where are they? Oh, well, they're just out playing video games, you know, that's what they do, it's their tradition. So I really uh, liked Gears of War because it uh, got that tradition started. So every Thanksgiving, I don't have to sit around on couches and just talk. I can be up on my couch and playing some whatever. So, yeah, there you go. Yeah. Awesome. So, yeah, I agree with that. That's a, a good boss. So, yeah. All right. Well, my third one is Alice. Now, you might be thinking, Alice, the the lady with the knife in that one game. No, 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 no. Alice is the little stegosaurus li- lizard thing. And a little sidebar here. All right, people. Jurassic Park's coming out. Now, dinosaurs, they had feathers, and they honked like geese. Y'all got to stay woke. Stay woke, people. Okay. Anyhow. It's just sitting there, this little stegosaurus. It's minding its own business. When this little pesky robot shows up, and he just has to get around you to get to his spaceship. And then, you guessed it. He does a little jump here, a little step there, and you are in the thick of jump, step, step. And you get the clever achievement worth 200 points. And, as added bonus, you get the blast-off achievement worth 150 points, assuming you can literally walk forward and get on a ship. After Alice's untimely demise. Anyhow, to get it, you must defeat Alice in 15 or less actions. This is not very difficult, given that you can literally Google a screenshot and find it readily available, you know, 14 actions, type it in, bada-bing, bada-boom. Poor Alice.
3: Definitely. I've, I've played Jump, Step, Step too, so we, we made it to two of the that we did. All right. We did. Uh, so we've been through the good. What about the bad? Elroy, what do you you have? All right,
4: well, my bad system is, is that these are the bosses that are just not worth the trouble. They are usually located in the name, you know, the games that aren't worth the trouble, which just happen to be the kind of games that I avoid. So, not worth the trouble and games that aren't worth the trouble and avoided games that I don't play. However, I used to play them, and so a lot of these are real throwbacks for me from games you've probably actually heard of because I actually used to try. Now, So, my system is hours to get the achievement divided by number of points. And if it's really low, then that's really bad. So, uh, my disclaimer on these is that I just might be really bad at video games. I don't know. But anyway, my number three spot, I actually have a tie. Can you believe it? Uh, There's kind of a theme here. But uh, the first one is Laura from Evil Within.
3: I played Evil Within and oh, I don't remember. So Laura's so
4: the
3: I'm curious if I blocked it out and if what you say will remind right, you. Well, I'm no sure this
4: collection. will start to remind you here in a second. Yeah. Laura is the sweetheart that has the long hair and the six arms. So the Bathe in Flames achievement it's worth twenty five whole points. I mean these twenty five points are just there for your taking. And so you have to destroy Laura before you get on an elevator. All right, so there's an elevator. You can jump on it. You can run by old Laura and live another day, and you probably get about 10 points for that or something. It, you know, so if you want your 10 points, just go ahead and take them. But if you want the whole 25 extra, so 35 total possibly, you got to take her down before you get on that elevator. Now, Laura has no health bar that, is, that you can detect, and she can take in a whole lot of damage. And so, you have no idea if you're doing well. All you know is that you keep catching her on fire and she screams terribly. And then you get to move on to the next part because she disappears for a little bit. So then you move a little further down the course. And then she reappears with some newfound skills. She can teleport. She comes up from underneath you. She's just, you know, found some superpowers. She's like, okay, I, I can adjust. And so then you have to, like, turn these little nozzles. So you got to stare up and shoot these little handles that send little... Uh, flaming sparks downward that she can run into and and meanwhile trying to avoid her coming up from underneath you. It was a terrible experience and it was an optional experience. I have no idea why I got this achievement way back when. I would so skip it now.
3: Well, maybe that's why I don't remember it because it was an optional (laughs) experience. Yeah. And I'm glad I avoided it or put it out of my brain so completely.
4: (laughs) There you go. Well... uh, the lady that she was tied with is no other than the woman in Tale of Two Brothers. The woman is the lady that my mama warned me about. You know, Have you played brothers?
3: Yes. So, so far, I'm two for two. There you go.
4: <laughs> you,
3: so we just there you go. Next.
4: You may not remember this person because if you're like most people, You probably skipped it all together because you could stop playing the game 20 minutes previous and um, not actually have to face this person because it's at the end of the game. So I find that she is a cautionary tale for young adolescent boys, you know, when they use the wrong head. Now, once you're entrapped by her feminine wiles, she like shows her true self. Spoiler alert. And turns into this spider thing. And yeah, you're in this dark cave. There's no giant snakes, however, but there are, you know, uh, a spider lady that impels your heart and just rips it out of your chest. And so there's many lessons and symbolism I think that could be taught here. Unfortunately, probably all the young achievement hunting adolescent boys probably didn't get that far because again they, you know, got their 1K and moved on. So the woman from Telltale, you get zero points for beating her. And you're basically wasting an extra hour to even get to there. There you go. All right.
3: Well, that was excellent. I do know what you're talking about because I actually played the game without a guy the first ah. time. So that one I remember. <laughs> All right. Awesome. Good Thank you. Good thank choice. you. Um, so I couldn't decide how I wanted to approach bad achievements. Did I want to try to find boss fights that were kind of glitchy and Mm. made it difficult to finish for some reason that was outside of player control or did I want to find something that was almost impossible and just made you frustrated because it was so hard or did I want to find something that was just Mm -hmm. disappointing so I picked one from each category first up something that's a little bit glitchy and it's not really that it's glitchy it's just wrong Uh, in Halo 4 in the Master Chief collection there is the Wake Up John achievement which is for finishing the campaign or Midnight which is for finishing Mission 8 and at the end of the game, you're on this walkway, and it's a quick time event, which means, great, you don't actually have to be any good at anything, except for they give you the wrong button <laughs> prompt. Awesome. So when you're sitting there, at least in co-op, I, I read a little bit before uh, we started doing this today, I didn't do as much research as I mm-hmm. probably should have, but at least in co-op, it says, press right trigger, which is weird, because you don't usually mm. press right trigger to plant grenades, but mm. hey, quick time event. Really <laughs> what you have to do. Except for it was wrong. So that was my number one bad choice. It's great for achievements, because you get a whole bunch of stuff when you finish it, especially if you played on a hard oh, difficulty. Yeah. But it's impossible to finish if you're not pressing the right hmm.
4: button. That, is, that would seem to be a little frustrating, I would imagine.
3: Just <laughs> a touch. Especially in co-op, when everyone's been up too late trying to finish it, and now they have no idea what they're
4: doing. <laughs> well, I wouldn't know. I haven't played it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. All right, well, All right. Uh, number two for me is uh, Kalaka from Guacamole.
3: Well, really? Ooh. I'm excited to hear your reasons, yes. I know, you what, know
4: what you're what thinking. thinking. You're what like, I'm which Guacamole do you play? Well, to put your mind at ease, I played the Super Turbo Champion Edition, of course. I'm not a, I'm not a savage. Okay. But uh, defeating old Kaleka gives you 25 whole points. After you learn his moves, you know, which take about 25 whole tries, and implementing what you learn takes another whole 25 minutes. I just remember it took forever, and uh, his health bar was uh, larger than an alpaca, that cal Paca. In retrospect, I was trying to remember, I-, I had to rack up my brain on why I defeated Kalaka. And that's pretty much the only reason I included him. I-, I wanted to say alpaca and rack
3: that's a good reason. That is an excellent reason, and and I, I have to say I kind of cheated right a little bit when I was playing Clacka because I played uh, yeah? in co-op, so <laughs> I played it with uh, with Elle and my brother. So when somebody dies in uh, co-op, you just tell everyone to hide and then you can punch. That would have been in. good to know. So yeah. a lot of that, right? A lot of that, and also my brother is just a savant when it comes to games like this. So he can beat it on hardcore by himself. So I could just stand there as a so bubble so in the corner. And
4: so what you're over. saying is you were a Clacka slacka Ah.
3: Yeah, very much so. <laughs>
4: all right well there you go what do you got number two
3: so for number two i went with the well that was disappointing the the end achievement versus Lucian in fable two now did you ever play fable two
4: i think i've heard of that game but i couldn't tell you anything about it knowing's half the battle i assume i think there was a fable one right (laughs) right
3: right i mean that only stands to reason because it's not fable up like fable comma
4: yeah like, okay uh, i didn't know it was like this is a fable also uh, yeah yeah right right gotcha. exactly like the, okay so now we've got that <laughs> yeah, all sorted good, out good talk
3: they do a really great job in the game of establishing this awful 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 human being as your main villain Lucian. i mean right from the beginning of the game he like kills your sister Ouch. and shoots you out a window i mean he's awful. yeah awful yeah you spend the whole game with this memory and you're gonna fight this awful guy and you get all the way to the end and it's a quick time prompt with one shot and you kill him dead and that's it it's Hmm. over now you do then trigger the end game sequence where you can pick whether you want to work with the needs of the many the needs of the few or just Mm -hmm. yourself and all those are good for achievements with decent Mm -hmm. gamer score but all that work you have to do with this awful bad guy that you can't wait to finally put him through what you've been put through and it's pretty much press b and it's over Highly disappointed. Hmm.
4: Wow. Uh, Yeah, I feel like I just played the game. You really don't need to know anything else
3: other than that about the game. I mean, you can have kids if you want to in the
4: game. I do have have one question. Was the window closed when he threw you out it, or was it an open window? Because that could be partially on you.
3: That's that's an excellent question. It's been some time since I've played Fable, but I I don't Hmm. remember
4: <laughs> well, I think that's an important, you know, detail because you know if you're just going around leaving windows open and you know there are fall hazards, I think the you know you might you know start uh, when you start pointing a finger at someone. Just remember, there's at least three fingers pointing back at you. Yeah. Fair point. <laughs> Fair point. <laughs> was oh yeah. Okay. One. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so
3: bad, bad boss, achievement? This
4: one I might have been a little more personally invested in. I'm sure that. you'll you'll understand why here in a second. So Mm -hmm. my number one is the boss that shall not be named. So actually, I I can't find a name for he, she, it, or whatever the thing is. But if it does have a name, it's, it's very well hidden, as is the points that you get for destroying this thing. So you get 100 points for saving the world achievement and for finishing the game. That's what it says. Save the world, finish the game. It's so encouraging, so positive. You're just like, yeah, I want to do that. Who doesn't want to do that? Who doesn't want to save the world and, you know, finish the game? Well, the world is the world of so many me. And there are so many reasons to hate this boss and so many restarts you will have to do. So I got it. I won. And I spent so many hours doing it. And now I go back and reminisce on why I hated it and you know what I find I find that I start doing a little research I'm like, I can't remember exactly why I hated this guy and so I start looking through the little uh, comment section so It turns out that they nerfed this boss. Oh Yeah, so It's a little easier now. So instead of the five lives that he used to have so you to have to hang five You know hits on this thing now you only have to do three. There's so many hell is that. Oh boy. So, yeah, that is wrong on yeah. so many levels. It's, I, I don't know, they turned <laughs> turn him into a cupcake. And so now you get to go enjoy your so many less torturous battle. But just remember, back in my day, you had to hit that thing five times. And that's the way we liked it. You had to walk uphill both ways to punch him in the face five times. And now you only got to do it three times. This is this is tomfoolery. I I don't know. Anyhow, I I might be a little salty about I, this.
3: As someone who never finished so many me, I'm glad to hear <laughs> that I can do it in cupcake mode. So thank you for laying the groundwork for the youngins like myself so that I don't have to <laughs> was struggle terrible. your struggle.
4: Five minutes on that thing. All right. <laughs> anyway, so who topped your list?
3: Top of my list actually has some similar mm-hmm. reasoning to the top of your list. The top of my list is the snake (laughs) sitting space achievement from Rare Replay. (laughs) Well, there was no King Kong in this one that might have made it slightly better. Although maybe there is, because your final enemy in the game is a foot.
4: A foot? Oh my. A foot. Was there foul play-a-foot?
3: Maybe, we just can't see the rest of them. Oh, foul play-a-foot indeed. So, the end of the game. (laughs) (laughs) the, The achievement in the game is for beating all of the levels and of course it's a rare replay achievement so all the ratios are high but this one deserves mm-hmm. every bit of that ratio in order to beat this last yeah. foot enemy you just have to abuse the rewind button but there's no indicator sort of like mm-hmm. one of the other enemies you were talking about with, with Laura okay. right in Evil Within there are no oh, indicators man. of if the foot's getting weaker if it's not and if you break chain against hitting him for
4: mm-hmm.
3: .45 milliseconds
4: oh, no. it undoes
3: all your progress it is awful, and what's extra awful about it is if you have the disc version, you can circumvent <laughs> all of this by uninstalling oh, wow. the latest patch and doing it offline, where there's a workaround oh, wow. where you can just play through the first level. And as somebody who spent the better part of an hour at three in the morning one random Wednesday night <laughs> eating this <laughs> stupid foot, I'm incensed wow. and angry, and foul things are afoot. Uh, so it's awful, and get the disc if you have to. <laughs>
4: Don't it. <laughs> it seems Stop. like our number our number ones are very similar for similar <laughs> reasons so so wait so what you're telling me is that some people don't have to suffer the agony of defeat oh gosh All right. Well, there you go. That was our list. I think people like lists. I hope they do because we just did a list. So there there you go. That wraps it up, and um, thanks for listening.